What's up, dads? Welcome back to the Fit Dad Club podcast. My name is Jason Barrett. I'm unfortunately not joined by Travis Jones today as he's a few family matters he's got to deal with. So you've got me for another solo podcast, which is going to be focused on the mindset for transformation. We've talked a little bit about mindset and uh, and a few you know other things in this podcast. We talked about um, getting some mental strength and uh, not being mentally weak. We've talked about um, instant gratification versus delayed gratification and the power of those. And I kind of want to sum everything up that we've talked about as far as mindset goes into what are, in my opinion, five key aspects or five key steps that you need to go through to create the mindset that's needed for transformation because a lot of people get started and they want to just do the physical stuff. They want to just train, they want to just eat and you know get a meal plan or follow some recipes and that's it. And then they expect, all right, well, I'm going to get the results and they're going to stick around forever, but that's just not the case. You need to have the mindset for transformation before you embark on all of the little action steps. So these five steps are going to be really key. I want to make sure you're writing these down, that you're taking real heed of these and actually sort of wanting to work through them. And if there are any questions about this kind of stuff, about how you work through some of this stuff, let us know. We've got some resources available for you. Send us a message or a comment or leave a review on the video, asking a question, whatever it is. Um, at the top of the video, I do want to ask you if you can to make sure you leave us a five-star rating and review. Um, just let us know what we can do better as well. Anything else that you guys want to learn about, all of that stuff really does help us out and share us with a friend. Right? If you've got someone who you think would be interested in learning a bit more about health and fitness from the perspective of some dads, um, then yeah, send it through and it really helps us out towards the end of the year now. So in anticipation of 2024 and the New Year's resolutions and the kind of reset that happens with a new year where people think this is a new opportunity for me to make a difference. This is a new opportunity for me to do something different. It's kind of crazy to me because you can start a new year in essence whenever you want. Right, like the financial year goes from July to June. No, I don't know why it is. You know, it's probably someone can tell me. It's probably a really simple reason, but I don't know why it is. But that's the reason. That's the financial year, right? So that's when the tax season happens. Probably because accountants didn't want to be working over Christmas. Let's be honest. But in saying that, that's just a, that's a year. You could you could start a new year every financial year and say this is when I'm going to kick things off. January first is just a nice idea, but you can do it on February first. You could do it on March first. You could take any moment in time and say, this is when I am starting anew. And even above and beyond starting a new year, I think the mindset you need to have is I'm starting almost a new life or a new chapter, I would say, is a really good way to bookend all of the past shit that you've been doing. You don't need to think of it as, oh, just for 2024, I'm going to get fit. It's like, you know, I'm going to leave some of the stuff in the from the past in the past. But the first step from uh, for the mindset of transformation is acceptance, for me. You need to accept that your decisions led you here. Yes, there are circumstances. There's always going to be shit when it comes to life, but you are always in control of how you respond. No one forced you to sit on the couch. No one forced you to eat that extra burger or to order that pizza. None of that happened. You made a series of decisions and that led you to where you are. And that is either for you a good thing and awesome and empowering, or it's a bad thing and you don't like it. Either way, you still have to accept it. People do not get results because they don't accept that they are the ones who are in control of their life and they're the ones who made the decisions that led them to where they are unhappy and overweight for most people. This is a key point. And Tony Robbins actually talks about this a fair bit in terms of the idea of blame. 
and we talk about our parents and the stuff that we kind of get from them over time and we absorb a lot of our learnings from our parents just as your kids are absorbing learnings from you. So think about some of the habits that you've had in place or some of the parenting styles or some of the things that you might say to your kids and it comes out of your mouth, you're like, fuck, that was my dad or that was my mum coming out there. I had no idea where that came from. And you sort of, you either emulate them or you rebel against them. That tends to be the, the, the pattern that most people will run. But your parents are your first teachers and you are the first teachers to your kids. So what are you teaching them? What habits are you instilling in them? What ideas about when things get tough, do you persevere or do you quit? Do you take the easy way out when you know there's something that you said you were going to do? Think about the lessons that you are teaching them and think about the lessons that you've learned from your parents and maybe some of the stuff that you could leave behind. So you have to accept that you've got the lot in life that you have right now and you also have to accept that you have the ability to change it. A lot of people think, that, uh, the, I mean, some of the biggest things that we get, people say, it's not the right time for me to do this. It's not the right time. It's never going to be the right time. And it's never going to be convenient for you to transform your body, to transform your life, because it's going to involve more work or more things than you're already doing. And a lot of people are already loaded up. They've already got a full calendar. They've already got so much stuff that they're doing because their life is filled by default, not by design. And they think that magically, somehow life is just going to ease up. But then more things are going to come, more things are going to happen. And your task in life and your lot in life is to, when those things do happen, are you going to shy away? Are you going to just go back to the comfort of doing the same stuff over and over again and letting life lead you by the hand and tell you what to do and live your life by default? Or are you going to say, no, this is something that's important to me. I need to make this happen regardless of how busy I am, regardless of all of the shit that's going on. Because if you can manage to make it work, if you can manage to fit fitness into your busy life, then guess what? When life starts to get a bit less busy, which it might do, you then have room to expand your fitness. You have room to expand your, um, your focus on your health and wellness. You have the ability to do more because you've already got a system and you've already got those habits in place, even if it's a 10-minute walk in the morning, even if it's a 15-minute body weight session where you're just doing a couple of push-ups and burpees and squats and sit-ups. doesn't matter what it is, but the fact that you've already made the time and commitment for it, that will lead you to then being able to find more time and more energy for it. A lot of people need the momentum to get started, but in order to get started, you need either a really big push, which we'll talk about in number two, or you already need to have momentum. And if you, most of you have negative momentum, a lot of people out there have momentum going in the wrong direction, especially leading into this time of year. You've got food pressure, you've got social pressure, you've got drinking, you've got all of this stuff that's coming up. So make sure you stop that momentum. You accept that, hey, this is where I'm at. You almost wipe the slate clean. You accept that this is where I'm at. And what I was talking about before with Tony Robbins, he says that you blame your parents for the bad stuff, but you've also got to blame them for the good. And that's what you've got to do in your life. You've got to blame and you've got to accept that, hey, I did all of the amazing things. I also did all the shit things. You can't take all of the good and none of the bad. That's just not how it works. That's just living in denial. So you've got to accept, you've got to blame yourself. Hey, I'm the one who did all of this, all of it, every single bit, the good, the bad, the ugly, the in-between, it doesn't matter. I did it all and I have the ability to change anything that I want to change. As soon as you step into that place of what we call extreme ownership, which is a great book by Jocko Willink and Leif Babin on how Navy SEALs lead and win, highly recommend that. Um, the audio book is particularly good as well, um, extreme ownership. But if you take that mentality of extreme ownership, of I am the one who is responsible, break that down into two words, 
response able, uh, the ability to respond. I'm the one who's responsible for everything in my life. I can make choices. I can do or I cannot do many, many different things. And it's all going to come down to what is a priority for you. So that's kind of number two. Number two is you need to get leverage for yourself. You need to get leverage on yourself and you need to have a powerful why. You need to understand why am I making this change? Because too many people say, I just kind of want to lose weight or it'd be nice. If I could snap my fingers and everyone listening could lose 10, 15, 20, 30 kilos, whatever it is, they'd be like, oh yeah, cool, I'll take it. They'll take it when it's a free gift with no effort, with no energy investment required. But when it requires a bit of effort, that's when you kind of separate the men from the mouse, from the mice, men from the one mouse. That's when the separation occurs, is when you actually have to put in effort. And yes, you have to start to actually prioritize this stuff. If you don't have leverage and if you don't have a big reason why you're doing it, then you're just kind of doing it for the sake of it. You should never even fucking start because then you're lying to yourself about the idea of, oh, I want to lose this weight. Well, no, you don't. You want to lose it if it's convenient. You want to get potentially, you know, the the surgery. Not that, you know, that's always the answer for people who are lazy. There are some people who definitely have used that as a uh, springboard in order to get great results and keep them long term. But, you know, you want the snap your fingers, take a pill, easy fix. And that's all well and good. But then don't even bother starting because you're lying to yourself about how bad you actually want this and how important it actually is to you. You've got to really separate the idea of the, you know, the idea that by doing these actions, it's going to be hard and it's going to be thankless and I'm always going to feel this way. You've got to separate from that idea because you've got to focus on the longer term. You're so focused, many people are so focused on the short-term pain and the short-term pleasure, they forget about the long-term gain. The short-term pain will lead you to the long-term gain. And that pain isn't even going to be that hard. It's not like you've got to throw up every single session that you do, but you've got to say, hey, do I want to die of heart disease at 50 or 55 or 60? Is that what I really want? Do I want to have liver cancer because I've been fucking drinking 15, 20 beers on a weekend and thinking that that's normal and thinking that that's acceptable? Do I want to have that level of health for my kids? Do I want to have type 2 diabetes and never be able to eat a carbohydrate again without needing my insulin needle, right? Is that really what you want? Is that the outcome that you want? Because statistics show that that's probably what it's going to lead to. And it's fucking morbid. It's not fun. It's not a great thing to think about because it's nice to shove these ideas under the carpet and go, I don't have to deal with them. Oh, it's, it's not happening right now. So it's not happening at all, which is just a coward's mindset. It's just hiding from the facts and the truth that having excess body weight, having excess body fat, uh, overeating, overdrinking will more than likely lead to an early grave. And then think about your kids and think about how much you love them and how much you enjoy spending time with them and how you want to see them grow up and you want to see as much of them growing up as possible. And you want to see grandkids and you want to be able to be the granddad who's able to get on the floor with them and not have to spend 15 minutes getting back up off the floor. Who's able to babysit them because they can pick them up and put them down without any pain. Is that the kind of granddad you actually want to be? Is that the kind of life you actually want? Well, here's the thing. You can fucking have it. You can have it. It is possible. You just need to get started. You just need to pull your finger out and say, you know what? No, yes, I actually do want that. You've got to stop worrying about the idea that if you fail, who's going to judge me because I said I wanted to do this thing and I didn't do it. The only failure is giving up. And too many people give up way too early. They they call it when they think they've failed 
because they've missed a workout for a week or they went to a buffet or they went to KFC and they grabbed a Zinger box. They're like, oh, it's all over now. No, it's fucking not. It's over because you want it to be over because that was one moment of weakness and it was convenient and you're like, oh, screw it. I'm just, I can't do it. It's just, it's too much for me. That's bullshit. You can do it. You can make it happen. You can get the results that you want. You can be that granddad. You can reduce your risk of dying early. You can be a great example for your kids. And if that's something that makes you go, yeah, no, you're right. Actually, I do want to do this for them. This is important. That is your leverage. You need to have the vision of long-term results over instant gratification. And you need to be reminding yourself of that why constantly. Because when you eat three times a day and you train three to four times a week and you go for walks every day, those things, if they're not you know, built into your routine already, can be a slog to start with. They can be a little bit of a challenge. Changing the way that you're eating can be a little bit of a challenge, sure. It doesn't have to be this drastic change where all you eat is chicken and rice. It's complete bullshit, right? Check out our, uh, our Instagram. We've got plenty of recipes that go up there that you can use which are family-friendly, which taste really good, which aren't too complicated to make because you can't have meals that are too complicated when you've got toddlers and kids running around. That is all reasonable. So you've got to let go of the idea of all the bullshit of, oh, it's going to be too hard or I've got to do X, Y, and Z in order to get the results because, again, it's all bullshit. None of that is actually true. You can get results with 15 minutes a day with you know eating McDonald's and KFC. Those things are possible. You just manage your portion sizes, but you can make it happen. There are plenty of convenience options that are way better. I would put the challenge out there to anyone that getting two double meat footlong subways a day, double meat chicken strips with uh, no cheese and like the teriyaki sauce. That would be a very easy, get one for lunch and one for dinner. You do that for six months, guaranteed you'll lose weight. Absolutely no, no issue. Cause that's about 16, 1700 calories a day. That'd get most people into a deficit where they're losing between 500 grams and a kilo a week. Maybe a little bit more for some people. Guarantee. And then if, hey, if you're not losing weight anymore, trade one of them for a six inch. That's the biggest no-brainer. You can change up the sauce from time to time. You can change up the salads. But if that's what you did every single day, and that's basically what I did for lunch every single day for two years, just to keep things simple, it is a very, very easy way for you to lose weight. There are ways out there that are convenient, that are easy, that are taste good, right? I mean, we might not be able to afford uh, buying two uh, double meat footlong uh, chicken strips <coughs> subs every single day. But if that's the disposable income that you've got and that's the level that you're at, that could work. 15 minutes of walking, maybe some body weight push-ups and uh, some body rows and some lunges, that could all happen, right? So to get leverage on yourself, you've got to let go of the bullshit and you've got to let go of the, oh, it's going to be too hard or whatever. You've got to say, hey, no, this is what I actually want. This is why I want it. I want to be this grandparent. I want to be this kind of parent. This is the man that I want to become. This is the man that I want to teach my son to grow into or my daughter to want to marry, right? I don't want to be that guy who's the bad example. I don't want to be the warning sign anymore. You've got to make that decision, that committed decision to be that person. And the third step following on from what we talked about is getting some easy wins from, uh, for some mental momentum. Right? Try saying that five times fast. If you've constantly started and stopped and you've yo-yo dieted, you've got to lower the bar for success early on. You, you're not going to be doing five gym sessions in the week from doing absolutely nothing. It's not realistic for you to keep to. And then if you get four or three, you'll think you failed. Whereas that's a fucking success. You've gone from zero to three, but because you didn't reach five, you think, oh, it wasn't good enough. Track your food, do your steps, 
Do a couple sessions if you can make them work. Those are the wins. It's about the long game. You don't lose fat on a day-to-day basis. You kind of lose it on a week-to-week basis, but it really is a month-to-month game where you look at the longer term. It's like, on average, this month, even if I had one week where I only got one session in or my food wasn't as good, if the other three weeks were good, it's going to outbalance it. As long as you didn't completely blow out in that one week, you'll be fine. You'll be moving forward. You've got to look at the macro. It's never a just easy downward slope, you know, kill a week, kill a week, kill a week, kill a week. That's not how it works. It's up, it's down. There's Christmas parties and celebrations and these kind of things. The biggest issue is when you let those derail you instead of focusing on your wins. So you've got to have a list of what are my wins? What are the things that I'm doing well? What are the things that I need to do to move forward? What is the bare minimum? And let's just have those that tick that box. We've talked about this before, getting a big calendar and putting a big tick or a big cross in the, uh, in the box every time you do your, you, know, you get your three, your three key points. You either do your, um, you, know, you do your tracking of your food, you do your steps, maybe it's 8,000, 10,000 steps, and then you do your, tr- your training session, right? And however many days a week you're planning on training and you put a big cross in, right? And you just never miss twice. So if you miss once, awesome, reload, go again. You never miss twice. Even if you missed every, you never miss twice in a row. Even if you missed every other day, right? That's still 50% of your year where you are on track, 50% of your year where you are doing something and moving forward. And over time, that's going to get easier. And no one's going to go one day on, one day off, one day on, one day off. It's going to become easier over time to get multiple days strong in a row. But the goal should not be for you to go from zero to 100. Your goal should be from going from zero to getting some easy wins on the board, to getting some mental momentum, to rolling in the right direction. We talked about the power of momentum. If you're trying to push a car, that's uh, you're trying to push a car uphill, right? From a standing stop. It's 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 not going to be it's not going to be pretty, right? It's probably going to roll backwards, but you're going to need a lot of momentum to push it uphill. But once it's rolling, even if it is up a little bit of a hill, once it's rolling and once it's moving, it becomes a lot easier. So you've got to understand that those first little easy wins, rather than starting on a hardcore diet, now I've got to go immediately full keto and get rid of every bit of junk food in my ass. And if I have one one carbohydrate, then I'm uh, I'm failed already. And now I'm just going to go backwards. That's not the mentality to take in. You've got to get some easy wins on the board. Just start by increasing your protein. Start by increasing your veg. Start by cutting out some sugary drinks, whatever it is. Start by halving the amount of drinking you do whatever it is, get those wins on the board, start getting some steps in and you'll move forward. But those easy wins for mental momentum are very important. Fourth, we want to look at visualization and embodiment. It's about becoming the fit dad, speaking about yourself as the fit dad, seeing the end result and seeing that in your mind and being excited about it. If you don't have a, what we would call a compelling vision, something that you are striving towards, a you know, an awesome mental image of this is the kind of dad I want to be. And it doesn't necessarily have to be you on the beach, you know, with your with your arms out, with your pecs popping and your you know abs and everything like that. It might be, but it doesn't have to be that. It might just be you. We've talked about this a couple of times. There was a, a dad that travels coaching who um, was, uh, was running the water for his son's footy team. And he was running on, on and off the pitch and running the water. And he's like, he never dreamed that he would be doing that kind of stuff. He never dreamed that he would be able to keep up with the Suns footy team running around, but he was doing it. Is that the kind of dad you want to be? Being able to run around with the kids at the park and kick the footy or kick the soccer ball and not get puffed and not have to sit down after five minutes and then just let them play and be a sideline dad, 
right? So you want to embody and visualize, well, what is the ideal goal? What do I, what would I love to do? And if it is grandkids and being like, hey, I want to be the granddad who can get down. I want to be, you know, stronger than my son when he grows up. And I want to be the granddad who's like, oh, you know, granddad used to be this, he's really strong and he's really fit. And is that the one that you want to be? Not just for the sake of saying it, but for the example that you're setting for your family and the ability that that means that you will live longer. You will live longer and you'll be less likely to drop dead. Is that what you want? Do you want, you know, your son or your daughter or your kids getting married and then you not potentially being there? Like that's the real shit for a lot of guys out there. It has become really normalized for us to see obesity and and people being overweight as like relatively normal. Australia is one of the highest percentage of overweight populations and especially among guys, especially among older blokes, it's easy for us, for a lot of them just to go, oh, nah, she'll be right, whatever. And it's like, yeah, you're just blowing off your fucking future. Like you've got to get real with yourself. And on the flip side of the sort of the, you know, the potential downsides, you've got to look at what is the upside? What kind of dad do I want to be? What kind of granddad do I want to be? What kind of example do I want to set? What does that look like for me? And that should get you fucking excited. And then you've got two flip sides of the coin. You've got the leverage of what would happen if I don't do this? What happens if I don't make this change? And then you've got the positive, which is what happens when I do? What does five years down the track look like? And I want you to just play this game with me. Don't, uh, don't close your eyes if you're driving, but if you're not driving, you can close your eyes. Um, and just think in five years time, if I don't make this change, right? And for all of you guys who are already doing it, you're already there. But if you're not doing it yet, in five years' time, if I don't make this change, if I don't really make the commitment to getting my shit together for my health, what does that look like for me? Do I continue to gain that extra weight? Do I continue to get a bit more tired? Do my knees continue to hurt a bit more? Does my back continue to hurt a little bit more? Do I continue to struggle? Or on the flip side, what does five years' time look like if I do start today? Where is my level of pain Where is my level of body fat? Where is my level of health and energy and vitality? How do I look and how do I feel? What is my sex life life like with my wife now? Now that I can see my dick again. All of these things are relevant. And then you've just got to pick. Well, which one do I want to be moving towards? And the key here is every little step that you take, every action every day, we've talked about this before, is a vote. It's a vote towards path number one, Five years time, more weight, more pain, more stress, more tiredness, more higher chance of death. Or option B, right? Path number two, more vitality, more health, more energy, better looking, better feeling, everything. Each day is a vote towards one of those because it's not an immediate thing. It's not a one time do a workout once and you're good for the rest of your life. It's not how it works. You consistently vote and consistently move in one direction or the other, you've just got to make sure majority is in one direction. The one that you want. Path number two, for anyone listening, if you if you want to go down path number one, you're probably not still listening. And then the fifth and the final one that I wanted to talk about is letting go. It's it's at the end because it, it, like there's obviously a lot of stuff, you know, probably got a little bit heated and a little bit passionate about some of the subjects in here, but the... um. There's a lot of old shit that doesn't serve you anymore. Old stories, maybe some old friends potentially. And the judgment of yourself from why you haven't made this happen yet. The times where you've been judging yourself saying, oh, but you failed and you fucked it up and you got to this place. 
when I talk about acceptance from, very, from the, first, uh, the first point, when we talk about acceptance, we've got to accept that we are where we're at and that we have the ability to make changes. And we also need to let go of the fact that we made those choices. Okay, we accept that we made those choices and by accepting it, we can also let go of the judgment and the negative emotions surrounding it. Because a lot of people will take on board that negativity and they'll take on board that idea that, oh, I'm to blame and they will actually blame themselves. But the blame game is pointless, right? Unless, first of all, you blame for everything, the good and the bad, you encapsulate it all as one big package and then it doesn't become all about the negative. And then you just have to let go of the judgment and say, you know you know what? I, do, I was doing the best I could with what I had at that point in time. Now I'm going to do better. Now I know more. Now I have a bigger reason. Now I have more resources. Now I have more momentum. I'm going to do better. I'm going to let go of the old shit. I'm going to let go of all of the times where I've tried a diet and failed or I've started working out and hurt myself. I'm going to let go of all of those old stories about who I am. I'm just big boned. I'm just the big guy, right? Let go of all of that bullshit. I'm the guy who eats, you know, heaps and has a bunch of beers and that's, that's who I am. No, you let go of all of that old shit. And here's the key. You let go of all the stuff that doesn't serve you anymore. You let go of all the stuff that doesn't serve you anymore. You don't have to let go of everything. You don't have to just like cull your entire friend group. But you do need to say, hey, like what things are serving me? What things are just not serving me anymore? Sometimes fitness isn't about doing more. It's about doing less and doing less of the wrong things. By cutting out activities and cutting out things and cutting out stories and mental self-talk that just doesn't serve you anymore, that can be one of the biggest accelerators to growth. It's not always about putting your foot down on the gas. Sometimes it's just about taking your foot off the brake. So that is a very personal thing for you to understand is what do I need to let go of, right? What do I need to start doing? And what do I need to let go of is a very powerful combination. So think about that. What is the shit that I've just got to let go of and say, you know what? I accept that that happened. This was, that was my life. I did those things. I did this, whatever. It's time just to let that go. And even if you do, just take a deep breath in and breathe out with it and just go, all right, let that shit go. Let go of that judgment. Let go of judging yourself for all of the decisions that you may have made and say, what new decisions am I now going to make? Because we often let the past taint our future where it doesn't have to. Right? There's a you know, favorite quote from the Lion King. The past is the past. You can either run from it or you can learn from it. And when you learn from it, you're able to let go of it. You're able to let go of the attachment and the bullshit and the stories and the reasons and all of that stuff that just doesn't fucking serve you anymore. It doesn't matter. You can be a blank slate from here on in. You've just got to start by making a committed decision. A committed decision to you and your family for your health, for your vitality, for your well-being, for your longevity, for your kids, you just got to make that committed decision. And if you make that now, it doesn't matter what I say or anyone else says, nothing can fucking stop you. You don't have to, at that point, if you make the committed decision, you don't have to have the perfect plan. You don't even have to have a plan. You can just get fucking started on the stuff most of you probably already know you need to do. If you go back to some of the earlier episodes of this podcast, you'll hear all about how to eat for transformation, how to create a fat loss diet, how to train, all of those things are in there. But most of you, all you need is just that level of commitment to say, I'm prioritizing me and I don't care what happens in my life. I am important. It is important for me to make these changes and to do these things because if I don't, five years down the track, I'm not going to be a very happy chappy. I'm not going to be very happy with myself five years down the line if I don't make these changes right now. 
So get that fire under your ass. I don't care if it's fucking Christmas. I don't care if it's New Year's. I don't care if you've got plans to have beers and to eat a shit ton of food. If you start this shit right now, right this second, make this committed decision, none of that stuff is going to matter. Yeah, you might have a little bit extra on Christmas. Yeah, you might have a little bit extra on New Year's. So what? That doesn't mean you can't start. That doesn't mean you've got time off. Most people will have time off over that time. That's a perfect time to get started, to get the rhythm, the momentum, start getting the good feeling, getting the walks in, starting to do some more activities with the friends and the family, going for bike rides, going for walks, going down to the park to play. You've got all of these opportunities to start being that dad that you want to be. Now is the time. You just have to make the decision. Anyway, that's enough of my preaching. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did or you didn't, let me know. Um, it was more of a bit of a, a, a focused episode on mindset because I feel like this is the time of year where people could really use it to get their heads back in the game. And it's uh, for anyone new who's listening as well, who maybe struggled with this stuff in the past and needs a bit of a kick up the ass and a bit of a fire. That's what this one is for. So uh, appreciate everyone for listening. If you got all the way through here, head to fit-dad.club if you want to book a call with us and you'd like us to be the guides to help you through. Or if you have any other questions, just send them through to our uh, our Instagram, comment on it, comment on our YouTube uh, if you've got the capacity as well. And uh, we'll do our best to answer it and to create a podcast around those. Uh, if we find some good enough topics, you can join our free Facebook group as well. The link is in the description. So um, yeah, anything else you need, do uh, let us know. That's what we're here for. We're here to help dads be the best versions of themselves. And if that sounds like you, book in. Let's have a chat and see if we can help. Uh, Lots of love, y'all. See you all next week, hopefully with Trav. Uh, Yeah, peace out.